Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is The Trek-In, a weekly-ish podcast talking all things Star Trek. This week we're discussing Star Trek Discovery Season 4, Episode 10, The Galactic Barrier. So let's get into it with the recap. Captain Burnham and her crew must go where few have gone before, beyond the galactic barrier. Meanwhile, Book learns the truth of what drives Ruan Tarka. <sighs> this episode, this motherfucking episode i mean just just as a general term like the pacing on this episode was so odd like we're 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 rushing and like being pulled by all this weight behind us as we move forward in the plot and as an audience member i could just i feel all this weight like as if i'm trying to like move through like gelatin and all this stuff where I'm trying, which is, I guess is the metaphor and, and specific plot of the episode, at least half of it. But the, the Tarka shit just dragged it all down. And it's like, he's a jackass. And this episode doesn't change how I feel about him being a jackass. It's like the Tony Stark falling in love with Dr. Ho Yinsen isn't, isn't, is just lazy storytelling to me. And like, I don't care if we're going into it, but it's just like, I, I'm just waiting for them to have the alien's name translate the hope anyway. It, it just, I found it stupid. I, not, not, not that like the fact that book even was all like, Oh, we're cool now. Like, no, like he almost, he, he, this would have been over. This would have been so much easier. And disco would have had like better shields if Tarka would have just behaved and done this the right way, but he didn't, he's just an asshole. So no matter which way you put it, he's an asshole. And I guess you were right about the whole, like, he doesn't, he's not from there. He just wants to go there. So stop calling it home. It's not home. Home is where you're from or where you belong, where you happen to be present. Not this one day I'm going to go to a place called home. That's a country song. We don't, we don't have this. Star Trek shouldn't be doing country song shit. Here we are. Joseph, home is where the heart is. And that's where Oros is. Unless he, you know, actually turned himself into goop or something. Probably Goop. I hope Goop. I really, I don't want Tarka to have a good ending. I don't want him to have a good ending. I don't. I, I'm really just annoyed by the character. The issue that I have with this whole thing is Oros made this in a cave with a box of scraps, but like Tarka needs this super extra galactic power source to make the same thing work? Question mark. Yes. That's kind of the point. So I don't know. I, the logic in with the Star Trek writers these days just doesn't make a lick of sense in general. So that's that's where it's all at. Like there's been there were so many points in this where it didn't make sense any of the things they were talking about. Like when they talked about you know the you owe me you owe me five light years. Why why are we why aren't we there? Oh well it's not an exact science. Like no it is. It is science. You're on a freaking starship ten a, a thousand years after like where you were. It is science. Just say a line like the mycelial network gets thinner as we get here. And and that's fine. That's where it's at. That's as far as I can get you. We don't need to say things like, it's not an exact science. It, it's There's no logic in so many of these scenes. I mean, even the galactic barrier doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It just looks like this tiny little sliver across the screen. Is there a ceiling? Can we go over it? I mean, just the visuals don't make any sense. It's just... Other than Kurtzman's obsession with this J.J. Abrams red matter looking globular shit, it 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 doesn't make the sense God gave a mule at all. Well, even like the mycelial network thinning out kind of logic, like 
does that really hold up if we know that the mycelial network can transport you to other universes, but like it thins out at the galactic barrier? Like that, does that really make sense? I can't believe I'm going to actually defend this, and I'm only going to defend it slightly because, based upon the logic that's been presented, at least to my understanding, that the mycelial network represents a certain kind of life, you know, like where the network collides. So, like, I, I guess. I mean, we know why they're doing it. It's because so we can't just bounce around intergalactic space with the mycelial network. But I guess the mycelial network is like the growth of it ends. Like the coast, the beach of the mycelial network life is the galactic barrier. But probably because of the barrier itself. Like the ray, waves forming down and colliding against it. Like that's the metaphor I can come up with to make that work. And that's, I'm used to doing shit like that. And the fact that I'm defending the mycelial network, it already shows like I'm frustrated. That's what I have to do. That's that's not a position you or I ever wanted to have to defend. No, but that's that's what I have to do because everything else is so egregious that the mycelial network makes it a, just a little bit better. I was kind of hoping that when they got through the galactic barrier, everyone would just have Gary Mitchell powers. <laughs> that's right. When she, especially when she, like when, uh, I forget her name, the Blondie Bear, uh, was like, oh, very few people have ever seen this. I'm like, I guess that's accurate. I just feel like the line was written by morons. Like it's just other than Mitchell. Did you did you like the tease for uh, next next year's threat? Oh, what was the tease? I I guess, guess I missed something. I'm too busy being annoyed. No, at the beginning of the episode, Kovic is like, "Oh, I'm sending Doctor Hurai instead of me because I've got more pressing matters." And they're like, "Oh, what's more pressing?" And he's like. I pray you never find out. And I'm just like, okay, find out next season on Star Trek Discovery season five. Yeah. All right. Pray you never find out the things I've really been doing in the shadows. The necromancer awaits. And Saruman. Also, did we know that, did we know that Bryce was working for Kovich? No, we didn't. And also like, do, is there, is there a reason why he's leaving the ship? I mean, not that anyone's going to notice the fact that Saru's like, Oh, we're all going to miss you. It's not going to be the same. Yes, it will. He's never focused. Give him a fucking episode so we give a shit about him leaving the ship. But, like, we don't give a shit about him leaving the ship because he doesn't have a fucking character. But, sure, he's leaving and working with Govich all of a sudden. I, I, could we not afford him? Does, does, do we have to have him have an arc in the next episode or two to actually have something to do? Is he actually going to get an episode finally? Hmm? The bridge crew need episodes. It's just another example of them finally giving a character development as they're literally writing them off the show. Yeah. But don't worry, they replaced him with Lieutenant Christopher, another, another lieutenant who is also just a very thinly drawn character. Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand what's happening with, with the show's casting and the bridge crew specifically. It's like we can't give them episodes for whatever reason. We hired them to just be cute models. They can't act. Maybe they, maybe they're worried the actors can't act. So they don't give them the episodes and they're replacing them with people who can because they really just wanted mannequins there. Like the way this show was developed in the first place, it just lacks all the. Ugh, you 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 hear me stressed? I do. I find it amazing that Gilligan's Island has made it into the thirty second century. Like, Govich knew the three hour tour line. Like, does he understand the context of it? Like, nobody else does. It's fine. Is, or do people watch reruns of Gilligan's Island? I'm not sure. Holographic recreations of Gilligan's Island. Yeah, sure. I mean, I I, I wouldn't mind taking a holodeck to uh, hang out with uh, Marianne, if you know what I mean. But everyone uses it for that. We, we, we know this, right? It's just an un, 
unspoken rule in Star Trek that everyone just... I'm pretty sure they made a joke about cleaning up semen in the holodeck in Lower Decks. Everyone everyone uses it for that. So, yeah, it's canon. Um, also, I loathe the president. I loathe her. She's like, she's, she comes across so arrogant. I can't stand her. I, I like her. I hate her so much that I, I'm siding with Burnham in every conversation. Like, Burnham looks great now. Like, it's like me defending the Mycelial Network. Like, because you've done such a shit job that now something that used to bother me, I'm now defending. I am defending Burnham every step of the way because the president annoys the hell. That look that she had when all the crew members were like, oh, where are you going on Earth while we're in this middle of this horrible situation? In the middle of it, let's talk about where we're going to go on Earth when we get back. We didn't care about Earth until like 30 seconds ago because you've been back for a while. You could have gone on vacation, but no, only now that you're in this particular situation while Earth is being attacked by a drill randomly by an extra-dimensional race, you're just sitting there like, oh, I'm going to go to the Oregon coast. I'm going to go to the Southwest. I'm going to Canada. I'm going to Disneyland. Fuck you, writers, and fuck the president for having that look of, oh my God, I feel so guilty. I guess I should tell the crew that their planet is going to be destroyed. Writers, you are pissing me the fuck off. Did they really need to make it that the DMA is heading towards Earth and Navarre? It couldn't just be some other planet. It just needs specifically has to be like the two most important worlds that the people on this ship would care about. Oh, oh, I have a whole thing about that. Oh, yeah. So like in the past, Star Trek, all of Star Trek history for, for that matter, during invasions and things like that, why Earth was the center of attention. I get it. I get it. It was the birthplace of the Federation. So it represented the birthplace of the Federation. It represented the the core. You you destroy Earth, you destroy the Federation. That's the kind of the kind of bullshit that Star Trek has done over the years. Like, all right, and we we're, we're there for it. We're fine. We accept that as being a sort of fact. It's dramatic and it's egocentric, but we're there. And politically, it made sense. But now it's a random alien extra galactic alien race sending a random drill to randomly mine for this rare stuff that supposedly so rare that doesn't exist anywhere barely in the galaxy but now it's going to earth as its target a planet that 90 percent of our crew happens to be from it's like it's just fucking writers you're killing me also it's like oh earth and navarre will be affected what about andoria any star trek fan knows andoria is like right there do we not care about Andoria anymore? Have the writers forgotten that Andorians exist? We saw one in episode one of season three, so we know they're still there. It's it's just mm, all the fucking places. This doesn't this this literally is Dusex Machina shit. And I don't like it. I mean that's kind of the entire show, right? The God in the Machine. It's just Alex Kurtzman. Yeah. I really just I miss I miss Twilight Zone episodes. I miss science fiction stories, not this long, drawn-out drama. I really hope Strange New Worlds just delivers on that. But I don't trust Kurtzman to, to, for anything. I wouldn't trust Kurtzman to helm a commercial about Geico. That poor lizard. If you ever had to act under a Kurtzman script. Poor guy. All right, so follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the trek in pod and feel free to send us any questions concerns comments complaints at the trek in pod at gmail.com until next time i'm jason and i'm joseph thank you for listening and we will trek in with you next week hailing the frequencies closed good night